0: From the FOB to the L Z in country or stateside. It's helping some gloves time. Welcome to Hooker
1: Nation. Hey everybody. Welcome back. It's the Hooker Nation Podcast. We are really excited this week. We've got a, a great episode, don't we, Charlie? Heck yeah, we do. Yeah. Um you know, this is a long time coming. <laughs> but we are we're actually interviewing our good buddy Dave Tisdale from the Ragged Flag Co. How's it going, Dave? Hey,
2: what's going on, guys?
1: Yeah, hey, man. you know, <laughs> this is awesome. It, it's amazing <laughs> to have you on here finally. Uh, it, it, you know, it should have happened probably a year ago, but uh, you know, at least you're on here now, brother. Yeah, no uh,
2: kidding.
1: Yeah, were, <laughs> <No>, we're excited. <laughs> <laughs> so Dave, Dave's Dave's chowing down on some Doritos and uh or what is it what is it? uh Dorito infused chicken? <laughs> yes. It's delicious <laughs> It's delicious. Oh my god. Uh oh. Dave, are you there?
0: Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me now?
1: Oh yeah. You're <laughs> out of you <laughs> must have been
0: putting your dishes in the sink or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to go
1: get some more Doritos. <laughs> I had to get some Doritos. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. So no, we're we're excited because Dave is the owner and operator of the Ragged Flag Company, and we he's been our he was our very first sponsor when we first started the podcast. He is yeah. a huge supporter of ours. Um, you know, got us uh, some amazing flags. And, you know, basically from the time we started doing the podcast and from the time that he started the Ragged Fly Co, he has just taken off and he's going a million miles an hour doing so many different things. And so we're going to talk about that today and we're going to talk about um, the other part of of, of Dave, uh, hooker, D- Dave the hooker. <laughs> um, yeah,
2: I didn't make money, so I had to start the company.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, man. I, when he started that company and, and we got hooked up with him, I I keep threatening I'm going to go direct deposit. And every time he has a, like a new product out and I look at it on his page, I'm just like, the, I, I write two words, damn it, Dave.
2: Hey, yeah, you do. <laughs> I do.
0: I mean, we got the flag, you know, the Hooker Nation flag, and it was, the attention to detail was incredible and the product is you know going to last my you know clear past my lifetime for sure so um i started looking at the rest of his the stuff that he was putting out and i just can't quit ordering period i just the quality's there the uh the just the architect of it i mean i can't it's hard for me to explain it because it's so cool but i keep buying uh, his products, and I'll keep buying them in the future, that's for sure.
2: Hey, I appreciate it. I be- I appreciate I mean, it very much.
0: Yeah, I mean, that last uh, concealment flag you sent me, uh, I framed up today uh, out, out in my shop, and uh, so it would fit in the wall really well. And just looking at the hand-carved stars on it, I mean, I can't even imagine how many hours it took to get that done just i mean
2: yeah every, while my arthritis sets in and i have to do a little bit of time you know
0: <laughs>
2: so, oh, <laughs> man.
0: i mean okay so it's a labor of love i get it i get it you love what you do
1: how many people can say that
2: i do i do love what i do i'm very very blessed and fortunate
1: yeah, yeah. oh man it it's, it is really awesome what you do, man. And we, it is such an honor to have you, uh, as a supporter of, of the hooker nation podcast and hooker nation in general. It's really awesome. Yeah. Um, and we're going to get into all the business side of it. We're going to discuss, um, your time as a hooker. Um, it, we've got some, there's some pretty cool stories behind that and, um, and then we'll just, you know, we'll take it from there. It's gonna be a good show. So, hey Charlie, you're gonna take uh you're gonna take a drink for the fallen today?
0: Yeah, I am. Uh as we all know, this week's just been a tragedy, uh you know, with the school shootings down in Florida and I just wanna my heart goes out to each and every uh family member who's affected by this and friends too down there. I mean when something like that happens from some sick individual, it just, the ripple effect of that goes far and wide across the nation and, you know, across the world, so uh, I just want to take a, have us take a moment of silence and uh, a toast uh, to the fallen down at the Florida school shooting. Cheers, Till we all meet again. Okay. Until we all meet again.
1: Yeah, it's uh that was devastating. I I cannot even. I mean, words can't describe. It that's crazy. It is. Um. So thanks for that, Charlie. <clears throat> yep, you bet you guys.
2: I don't know about you guys, but that crap makes me angry.
1: Yeah, it does too.
0: Yeah. Yep. I said, like, I hell, I when I retire, hell, I volunteer three times a week to you know, garden school, you know, I'd do that. I would. I think, many,
2: I think a, a lot of veterans would.
0: Yeah. You know, I would. They aren't going to just walk, wade through it and, and do it without any, you know, anybody fighting back. I'll tell you what, they're going to earn it. Yeah. They ain't going to make it. <laughs> if any of us are out there, they won't make it in there.
1: Mm-hmm. Period. Nope. I, I agree 100%. There's um I, anyways, I'm I, I we could go on and on for days with this. Yeah. It's it's uh yeah it's definitely a hard thing. It's really hard to swallow, and yeah, and even harder on the, on the survivors and the and the families. So.
0: Exactly. So till we all meet again, brother.
1: Yep. Well, hey, Dave. Let's start out, brother. So I I want to you know take a deep dive into the Ragged Flag Company and you know, how you started this and and uh, where you're at and then where you're going. So, you know, initially, just what got you interested in doing this type of work? Is it something that you've been doing for quite a while and just kind of, you know, had the idea to start the company? Or is it something that you've been preparing yourself for and kind of working up to for a while?
2: Oh, was that? It, it was that a collaboration of... Of many things really. Um you know, growing up I was always artistic. Um when I got old enough to start working, I got into the trades. So I was always uh let's see, I you know did framing and uh drywall. I've done all the trades, you know, like where they say uh was it Jack of all trades, master of none or something like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
2: Those guys. But anyways, um that was, you know, I've always just, I've always just enjoyed art. I've always enjoyed cr- creating things. Um, I've always, always enjoyed learning how to uh, solve problems. Um, so what happened, how it originally started was is a buddy of mine had ordered a couple of, a couple of concealment flags from another company. And he wanted, you know, he got one that he could put his rifle in and, and a handgun in well the problem was is that he couldn't put he couldn't put his rifle in it with optics because it wasn't big enough you know it would just hold the rifle with nothing on it no magazine and it barely fit that so i'm like man i could make something like that hmm. so there it began um you know i did did some research on it and um <laughs> made my very first one and I actually made it for a gentleman at at my unit. He's, he's a pilot. He's a hooker. Um, and it had the, it's something that I did up with the, with the unit and, um, he loved it. So once everybody got a, got to looking at it, they were like, man, I want one of those. So there was like, I made like three of them right off the bat, And then as word got, kept growing and growing and growing.
0: So wow. um so you started out how- concealment flags then is
2: I start my very first thing was what were actually concealment flags. Yes they oh, were Oh wow.
0: Cool. Yeah you, you guys, do a hell of a job.
2: You guys were my you guys were my first just flags. The one I made for you guys was one of my very first just flags.
0: Yeah, it's cool. I dig <laughs> it. So Oh yeah. yeah. I like the I like the seven sixty two shell accents on it, man. That is oh, yeah. that, what a well, how badass is
1: that. Yeah.
2: Oh you know, we well we spent a lot of time designing that flag and I wanted to give you what you want and I think I made the very first one and I just wasn't happy with it, so I ended up making you two new ones to rectify the problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know, and then you you auctioned that other one off. How yeah, how, long did, how long did how long did it take? How long did it take to get all the spots filled?
2: I think it only took. I think it just took one evening, if I remember correctly. We right got it we, right we on. Got it, got it on for quick.
0: Yeah, it was cool. I really liked it. Yeah, I saw it on there.
1: That was very cool.
0: Yeah, I'm, ha- I'm definitely a happy, satisfied customer. I'm customer for life. I uh, can't say enough about it. I'll tell you that. I dig it, and everybody that comes over, they're like going, "Who, what, when, and where?" And I said, "Well, I said I'll hook Good you guys person. up." So,
1: <laughs> well, well, yeah, I'm I'm super excited because <laughs> I'm getting ready to move into a new house, and then as soon as I do, I'm gonna be getting a lot of stuff from you, brother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gotta fill, I gotta fill my house with stuff. So,
0: well, once once you buy it, I mean, you can't. It's like a back alley hooker on crack, you just can't stop. I mean, that's just good stuff. Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, I know. i uh,
1: I asked him about the
0: he's doing the furniture thing, I, uh, you know, the concealment furniture stuff and I said I went, damn it, Dave, how much? And he goes, Well, you can't have the first batch. <laughs> he said he's refining <laughs> it, but Go ahead and talk a little about that, Dave. So anyways,
2: yeah. So let's see. I started the company in May of last year. There were some changes going on. So I was kind of kind of just forced into doing it like, wow, I really got to take this seriously. So I kind of jumped in with both feet, you know, especially when I got involved with, with both of you guys. and I can't thank you enough for helping promote my company
0: absolutely that's what we're here for brother for sure
2: i do really appreciate that but um you know as time has as time has gone on um you know my flags have continued to evolve my consuming flags even continue to evolve um about how i make them uh-huh. and now i'm getting to the point now where where i want to be basically my flags now are all going to be engraved basically everything's all the faces will be CNC. and of course they'll be handmade still right all the star any artwork that goes into them they're they're all going to be uh c engraved into the wood themselves uh themselves so i cool. think that'll make it last longer it adds depth which i really enjoy um and eventually i want to be able to do um three-dimensional ones where the flags actually look like they're waving rather than it just be a a flat flag that you – Oh, wow. Oh,
1: yeah. So I'm
2: working my way there. Um, And then I'm diving off into the the furniture. Um, One of the big things that I've noticed just in the year that I've done it, there's a lot of people that make these flags. So you kind of got to continue to evolve. So you can find your little niche. You know what I mean? Yeah. So right. that's one of the things I've tried to do is try to stay ahead, uh, try to you know get some new stuff out there uh, where there's a lot less, where there's a lot more marketability and a lot less competition.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That good business strategy for sure. Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Oh, that's really cool, man. So. <clears throat> Uh, What do you have as far as some ideas? I mean, right now you're just you're staying ahead of uh, what other people are doing. You're trying to, like you said, find your niche and stuff. But as far as the future goes, what are some things that uh, we can expect from the Ragged Flag Co. in the future?
2: Well, I'll I tell you one of the things. Like I said, I'm going to be diving off into the furniture uh, a lot more. Eventually I hope to grow enough to where I can start hiring other veterans to help me do this do this
0: stuff right
2: and then maybe get to a point where I can sell my company for millions of dollars and retire that's my <laughs>
0: yes hey man I don't I don't think that's far away dude I mean really I don't think that's a far away thought because the I look at where you started from you know you yeah. said you started last year in May and we're we kind of hooked up with you back then and and uh, and just the leaps and bounds that you that you've done since then. I'm just every, it seems like about every month or so you come up with another idea and another design and, you know, stuff I know for myself, it's just like, I got to have it. I mean, and yeah. I, just, you know, I, I always threatened to go direct deposit with you, but it's true. The stuff well, I that you put you. out. It. Uh,
1: it's all good, bro. I got you covered. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm afraid of.
2: Well, that's one of the biggest reasons why I'm, I'm diving off into getting a CNC machine was help pick up productivity. Uh-huh. Uh, big, and I think that'll help big time with the productivity. Plus, I want to get a lot uh, a lot, uh, more smaller items that aren't so expensive. A lot of my stuff is, is pricey, I'll admit it. But it takes a lot of time to make.
0: Heck yeah, it does. Uh,
2: there's a Jeez. lot of man hours each thing that i make it's not something that uh you just kind of throw together and anybody who's thinking about getting into the business if you think you're going to get rich doing it think again
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you know just starting out yeah you don't make
2: you don't end up making a whole lot of money you do it because you love it you know what i mean and i do love it i love creating things for people i love uh the fact that when i do ship something out um I want my customers to be happy, and it makes me feel good knowing that my products are all over the United States now. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Uh, that, Who does your shipping for you?
2: Uh, FedEx and UPS. That's. I'll tell you what, shipping's a killer. I mean, you think my big consummate flags? They weigh about fifty pounds. Yo, so you yeah. You can
1: do <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. So uh, Yeah, I was gonna ask you if you ever, you'll ever offer free shipping. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: really free shipping. Can't, now, if it'd be free for me, that would be a different thing. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, you can't really do that and make any money on it. Mm-hmm. No. So, so yeah. So, so yeah. Go ahead.
2: That first first year was just about promoting the company. Right. You know what I mean? I yeah. took it in the. Uh, you know, I took it in the shorts here and there. I broke even um, more times than not, but it was getting my name out there. Yeah, you know, and getting getting that customer base and getting those people out there that are saying, "Hey, man, you got to check this guy's stuff out." Right, check out the flag and and order some of this
1: stuff. Well, you know, so. the biggest thing that I have found, um, especially nowadays, and and I'm not a professional by any means, you know, or, or even do I know this <laughs> very well? But I have seen that because we have so much technology at our fingertips, marketing is such a huge thing. Like if people do not know how to market very well, or they don't know how to use, you know, the, the things at their fingertips very well, like, you yeah. know, social media, for instance, you are not going to survive. In this in this life, this this current um, market, right, or whatever market you're in, uh, at all because people that are doing the same thing, man, if they if they know how to, if they know how to do that, they're already like ten steps ahead of you. So uh, yeah, exactly. that seems that way. Yeah, yeah. Well,
2: word of mouth will get you so far
1: for sure, right?
2: and um, and but it all depends really on how. How big you want to grow you know what i mean um
0: yeah
2: this first year was kind of just a feeling out uh, process you know i didn't hit it hard on the marketing um i did here and there because marketing's expensive man you get out there and you're trying to compete with these other flag companies that have a lot of money invested they've been around a little bit longer it and and like i said i didn't realize how many people make flags it's a it's a hard market to break into wow
0: um, yeah i i had no idea i like i said i didn't know about i didn't even know about it until you know we uh, hooked up with you last year i didn't even realize that even i mean never even thought about it
1: so so hey. but
2: like i said it's a learning experience i'm gonna dive off in some other stuff and you're gonna actually start seeing my stuff hit amazon my stuff hit ebay e- e- it's going to be a lot of my smaller items, um, stuff that I can pretty much just, you know, turn and burn. Stuff right. I'm not going to have to work for anymore. Yeah. Um. That's that was one of the other reasons getting getting into the CNC machine, um, because it just allows you to be, it allows you to make it allows you to make money, but still give gives you the time to like make my concealment flags. Now, if I can make some smaller flags that I can just throw on the CNC machine and, and have them make them for me as far as carving them all out and then just, you know, staining them and shipping them that, <sighs> Hey, that's, that helped me out tremendously rather than tediously hand carving stars or. Oh yeah. That,
0: that's amazing Yeah, you did that. I,
2: or stuff off. It's, it's hard. It's a I'll lot bet. of work.
0: I can't do it. I'd be a booze bag. Well, a a bigger (laughs) booze bag. (laughs) Too late. Too late. I mean, because I looked at it today when I was, because I put it up in the frame and I'm looking at it and I'm like, uh, looking at the stars and every, I can see every stroke that you did with the chisel or not the chisel, but like the wood carving stuff. And there was hundreds of them, hundreds of, for the 50 stars, there must've been, I, I couldn't count them all. All the wood that you cut out of my hand.
2: And I tell you, there's ten cuts per star. Yeah. Just to get the edges, and then you got to carve it out. There's another. There's another ten cuts.
0: I know. I was you looking at it going. That guy has the patience of something I'll never have.
2: That hey man, was and awesome. when your eye starts going, it's rough, bro. I'm sitting there with my
0: freaking
2: <laughs> trying to see the lines, man.
0: <laughs> i know i was looking at it just i was really looking forward to you know to doing this interview today with you just to you know just to give you a, a heads up on where i'm at and uh, i should be ready for sheetrock here by the end of uh next month so and then i'll be able to set all that stuff in but it's gonna Seeing be cool it's gonna be a showcase
2: oh yeah man i'm excited to see that
0: yeah it's gonna be cool oh yeah let's
2: see you've got my Film it mirror, my concealment picture frame. <laughs> yeah. One of my yep. large flags. Soon yes. Soon you'll have my concealment furniture.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Soon. Soon, my friend. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm going and to. Then, then, closet. You have we're a
2: credit card? Hook, is, hooker Nation. Uh, we're going to be making you guys some Hooker Nation uh, coasters. You'll have those to set your beers on.
1: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, Sign, Sign
0: me up for a dozen of those.
1: Oh, we're excited! Yeah, we've yeah. got we got some we got some big plans. We've been talking, <laughs> yeah, going and we're to going good. to
0: follow through with all of them. Let me yeah, tell you, sir. we're going to get the mission done
1: for sure. Well, cool, man. No, I'm excited, and seriously, for everybody out there, um, you know, Dave, take take a second. I want you to just plug whatever you want to do or whatever you want to plug. Um, please let everybody know how they can get in touch with you. You know, your website uh where you're at on social media and uh yeah just just let everybody know where you're at so they can find you. From another veteran owned company. Ooh. Yeah buddy <laughs> with a whiskey crazy. chaser <laughs>
0: <laughs> with a whiskey chaser good
2: stuff wait hold on all right wait what am I chasing the whiskey with? Oh, I got some water. Hold on. <laughs> anyway, so you, you can follow me several places. Uh you can follow me on Facebook at the Ragged Flag Co. LLC. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram, the at the same with the I think the same same yeah. uh sign at the Ragged Flag Company LLC. Uh you can visit my website at www.theraggedflagco.com. dot com. Uh, take a look. You can find a little bit about me on there, um, it, it, so you can find out where I came from and how I got started, and my time uh, being a Chinook, a Chinook uh, flight engineer. Um, you can also take a look at my shop. Feel free. I've I've, I've just updated the uh, the website itself. There's going to be a lot more stuff hitting it uh, once I get some of these new products finished. Um, you know, other than that, right now that's those are those are big ways you can get a hold of me and if you look on there my phone number is is available. Uh you can give me a call for any questions. I love doing a uh, custom custom stuff. Um if you've got an idea, let me know. I can do a rendering for you and we can build you something special.
1: Oh man, that's it's so awesome. And seriously, for ev- all of you, um, all of you folks out there that are uh, that know somebody that's getting ready to retire, um, you know, somebody that <clears throat> has a birthday coming up, any occasion, this stuff any goes occasion. great for any occasion. But you know, Dave has that special touch and he understands the obviously the culture uh, behind retirement gifts, and that's. You know, because he he understands this, he, he is able to put that twist to his work to help people identify with what, you know, they have and, and that's something yeah, that's just, really important.
0: Yeah, it just makes that much more special. I mean yeah. it does. It really does. Yeah. He's been there, done that.
1: Yeah, when you can
2: personalize something, especially like that,
0: it, it really it it
2: it really amazes people. Yeah. Especially the getting the item, you know what I mean?
0: Yep. Right. Yep. Right. How? Hey, Dave. How long were you a, a hooker for?
2: My goodness. Um, let's see. I started in '08.
0: So good. And your and your work on the. Are you are you a, I, a civil service then or? Dod. Yeah, or? I. I,
2: I uh, I'm a federal technician.
0: Uh huh.
2: Um, I'm getting. I'm getting ready to be done with all of it uh, and do the company full-time. But uh, I'm also a federal technician. I've been a uh, – I started off – now, don't tell anybody. I started off as a Blackhawk guy.
1: Whoa. Oh, oh Whoa. This, this interview is over. Interview's over.
0: I, I want a refund.
2: And I'm Blackhawk from the way down, so knock it off.
1: <laughs> Jesus, man.
0: This oh, is a family
1: show. It was.
0: Oh, I'm. Anyway.
1: We're just Yeah, on.
2: I fell in with. Uh, I wanted to deploy. Uh, I got hooked up with uh, Bravo Company 169th out of Birmingham. Great group of guys. Uh, happy to have served with them. Um, yeah, I got with them. I think I, I was transferred to them in 2008. Went through the uh, RL progression program. Yeah. Uh, Roy Chandler, Paul Phillips, a couple of my trainers, um, and I, basically I learned. Uh, I learned under fire. I had about uh, I think three. Let's see, I went from the transition course, and I did that at the Gap. Went through the transition course, came back from the Gap, started all my R progression, um, like three or four months before we went to. Uh, before we went to Mobe in '09, let let's see and then basically went through rl progression uh at mobe left mobe and i think i I was an rl1 ce day night mbg ce um and then basically just spent the whole that whole tour working my way into becoming an F E.
0: and that was over in afghanistan
2: yes in awesome.
0: the
1: greatest place on earth Salerno.
0: <laughs> yeah no kidding uh and you guys left in august no you guys left in, in was it september when you guys left
2: i'd have to look at my dd214 i'm pretty sure it was september
0: oh that, that's when you guys got out no we cuz we fell in we fell in when, when you guys left or well, you guys were in Bagram when we got there so we kind of overlapped a little bit. I didn't know yep. you then, but I met a few of your buddies and, and, yeah,
2: you probably uh, met Andrew and Phillips, cause I think they stayed behind the train, uh, basically give you the, uh, the low down on what was up when you guys yeah. came in, didn't you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do remember a couple of those guys being there and then our SIs were, or SI and FI were there too <laughs> as well, getting the rundown on the way that place is running. And, um, you know what I find uh, really amazing uh, too about you and I is that you had uh, aircraft two nine four and it was the Sunset Hooker. And when I got there, you had left and I had gotten there. Uh, they handed me the logbook for two nine four, and that ended up being my aircraft for the whole tour too. So I mean, that's just how small the Chinook community is, and and uh, we're just Dude, de- air- we're just destined that's to be. <laughs> Oh, I know that, that thing was that th- awesome. Yeah, it was a good aircraft, and you know, and I, I, I kept it, you know, top notch and good shape. And uh, Heidi uh, did all the artwork for it. We had Premiere painted on the ramp, and and uh, I had it. It was uh, Sunset Hooker when you had it, and I when I got it, I turned it into the Guardian Angel. But uh, everybody hey, you- always wanted to awesome. fly that. Go ahead.
2: Did you paint over the rock lobster that was on the lower cabin door?
0: I no, mean, I didn't. On the no.
2: Lower door on the door?
0: no, I didn't see it. I I think. I think we may have tore that off. I'm not sure.
2: <laughs> man, there was a lot of stuff getting tore off over there.
0: Oh man! Well, you can't land in a you know a dried up riverbed and expect not to break something. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You can only see so much.
2: I didn't think anything bad. I mean, a lot of close calls. I didn't have anything real bad happen uh, on any of the missions I was on uh, as far as ripping gear off. I know there was a couple of our crews that they had ripped some ass gear off. There was a couple of times they had to come in and land on tires.
0: Um, Yeah, (laughs) I mean, the
2: environment over there is just insane, man. Insane.
0: Yeah, I thought, you know, I was over in Iraq in oh three, oh four and you know, I thought that was bad. But about the only thing we had to worry about over there was uh, the high wires and the, you know and the SA service air stuff, shoulder fired man pad stuff, but um when over you, in Afghanistan in that, the yeah. terrain is just so shitty. I mean it's just a hard place to fly in. It was very difficult. Got to definitely be on your A game. Go ahead. It depends on your. On your pilots?
2: Yeah. it's not a hard <laughs> place to fly if you got good pilots.
0: Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, we had good pilots. I don't think. We didn't have one bad one with us, I don't think. I mean, I flew with uh, Rachel, Heidi, Steve, uh, Jonesy. Uh, Janos? Yeah, Rachel Janos was there with us. Yeah.
2: Dude, yeah. dude, dude. I- tell you some stories man i was on <laughs> mission with her she is so pilot. good oh she's real good
0: i know he was
2: with one of our pilots and they were up front fighting and I, finally uh, we got to the point I'm like, are you guys gonna fly the plane or not
0: well you know and that's you know that's a job of you know of a crew you gotta you know sometimes we get you know whether it's front seat or back seat or front and back someone's got to jump in and and uh, keep everybody focused on the mission a funny one of the funny things that happened with uh, Heidi and I where I was on the ramp and we we're chalk Two and we we're heading out of the hammerhead and, and uh, we took off and we got caught up in the rotor wash at chalk one and, I, and I'm just Ooh. flying around back there and I was like god damn it Heidi I said do you slide this thing left or right and she goes you just need to shut the fuck up and hang on And I said, I I said right on. I'll. Sorry, I blew up. (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) Funny.
2: Oh, that happens all the time.
0: I know, but it was just it was just one of the funny things that, you know. One thing about it, crew coordination is the number one thing. And if if people are arguing or something, you know, that's not the time to do it. It's it's the uh, for the AAR. You know, it's all business when you're going in on the missions and getting back. That's that's all business that time. And then afterwards, you want to chew someone's ass and you do it. You know, after you get on the ground, oh, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah.
2: You know, especially when you're, playing, you know, some of these missions we were doing, you're already above 10k. And I think this this mission we were we were having to deliver stuff to guys up in the mountains, but we couldn't land. So it's just kind of like you got to hover, we got to shove it off, and hope it sticks on the side of the mountain, kind of thing. You know I, I know.
0: I mean? yeah. yeah, there were my KG pass and stuff. It was just yep. eleven thousand feet up in there. You know, hotel nineteen, all that stuff. Yeah, it was something. Yeah,
2: dude, some that was like the best deployment, man. That's when we were going after, going after, and getting the bad guys, man.
0: Yeah, and, that was good times.
2: Like an yeah, absolute definitely. high.
0: I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I did too. was <laughs> nice but I really did. I told
1: him I like said it oh, was great. If you, well, you know, out, I, go ahead, for
2: you. Yeah. So, like, anytime, anytime you were engaged, did you ever think about dying? No. What What do you think? What What always happened? Who does? Like
0: my, I got uh, pissed, I got pissed off, man. I I mean, dude, I yeah kick in. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, man.
0: Like no dude,
2: I remember one. Did you guys see that video I posted where yeah. uh, I actually got a video of when we were getting freaking mortared and we knew we were gonna get lit up. We were going to pick these guys up.
0: Yeah, I saw and
2: that video. Dude, that that thing was so funny. We were when we were picking these guys up, it was like on top of a mountain that was in between a bunch of mountains. You know what I mean? So there yeah. was no flying Forward, you had to come up, like straight up, to get out of this place. And when them mortars started hitting, and I'm like, you know, incoming, incoming. So my pilot, like, you can hear the the engine screaming, man. There's he just pulls the guts out of that thing. And as we're coming out, you hear my you hear my pilot going, "Somebody shoot something." It was funny. <laughs> I would we, and I'm like, dude. We don't we don't see where the fire's coming from, so we're just like, okay, that's a safe place, you know, just to make them happy. And then the other pilot screaming at him, going, "Get some forward airspeed!" Because I mean, we must have climbed like four or five hundred feet straight up.
0: <laughs> was <insane>. <laughs> that was that was it.
2: that was crazy, man. It was crazy, but that was just one of several missions. It you know, in nine ten, I think. We got engaged pretty much damn near every time we went out. And we, we did a a lot of work with the Rangers and S F uh loved working with those guys. They loved working yep. with us because it was like we could be Johnny on the spot. They got they got someone they needed to get. They'd be like, Come on guys, take us. We're like
1: Yeah. We got it. Yep. Go. Yeah. That, absolutely. Well, well hey Dave. Uh real quick, just in close here, I wanted to two things first, um you know what kind of advice do you have for some up and coming um, entrepreneurs, veteran entrepreneurs, and then the other one is what kind of advice do you have for uh the future hookers?
2: All right uh future entrepreneurs, try to do your research, do as much research as you can. Also, don't be afraid to stick your neck out there. You you kind of got to to be an entrepreneur. Um, you, sometimes you just gotta grab the bull by the cojones, as they say, and then uh, see where <laughs> see where it goes. You know, you may, see you, where may it <laughs> <laughs> you may you feel good, or you may fall flat on your face. But you gotta never give up and just keep trying. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yep. Um, Sounds like uh, fight- hooker mentality. Yeah.
2: Exactly exactly, um, and then for up and coming hookers, really, it's just uh you know, crew coordination, uh, study your five and nines, stay in the books, man, stay in the books. It's always changing uh, it and you know i've I've done it. uh, you can get lackadaisical. Uh one of the things is is you the reason you want to stay in the book, I actually did finally progress through my career and become an f i. I made FI, I think, in 2013. Uh, that was a great school. Uh, always work to try to get there. Um, it's a great school. It's gr- it's it's awesome to just get that knowledge. You learn stuff that you just didn't know. You learn ways to handle uh, people, as far as uh, in crew coordination and crew management. Plus, it just makes you it, it makes you feel good knowing that you train somebody to do what you do. Right. You know what I mean? And you instill you instill good qualities in them from the get go. Um, it's very important because you know how they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. It's true. If someone went the wrong way from the beginning, uh, it's it's hard to
0: break 'em of that. Yeah, I'm break breaking of it, yeah. So um, good words. Yeah. Stay in
2: the books. uh, work hard definitely work hard and always, and you know what I mean? That'll, that'll help you excel at being a hooker.
1: Exactly. I appreciate that, man. Yes. Yeah, me too. Good, good advice. Good words of wisdom there. Um, yeah. So just in close, everybody be sure to go and, and, Definitely check out Dave's stuff. Uh, it, it's worth your time. It, you know, it's, it's stuff that'll last a lifetime for sure. It's going to last forever because of the fact that he has such great craftsmanship and, um, you know, just the, the quality of material that he uses, the, the skill set that he has. So <clears throat> definitely go out and check it out. The raggedflagco.com, uh, hooker, hooker owned veteran operated company. Um, I mean, Great, great guy. Dave, it's been such a a pleasure and honor of ours to have you on the show today.
0: Yes, it has. Absolutely. absolutely.
2: Really
1: awesome. Yeah, man. We'll definitely do it again. And we want to have you on and do the uh, maybe some three drunk hookers action. I think that'd be fun. (laughs) I think so.
2: I'm I'm done, son.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Awesome, brother. uh, All right, everybody. Well, definitely make sure to check out Dave's stuff on social media, on the website, and um, and you know do everything you can to support him. It's a great company, and you know we've got a lot of really cool things coming down the line. Dave is going to be working with us uh, in the future as well, so more to come on that. Um, This is this is the Hooker Nation podcast. Until next time, we'll see you then out here ramps level wheels chock. one two clear to
0: ground hooker nation sign off